This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 539 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have Dr. Michelle Triaz, her company, My Natural Wellness. Dr. Michelle, how are you doing? Great, great. Thanks for having me. Oh, thrilled to have you. And it's always great to have a guest on here that's going to help us to feel better slash maybe even great. So uh, yeah. let's, let's yeah. start with your company. And I know you have a real, real nice backstory. Uh, so tell us about what you do. So I'm a naturopath and I'm located here in um, Southwest Florida. And what I do is I help people who are looking to heal their bodies and reverse any conditions that they may be going through with food and herbs. Um, And I got into this because I was trying to help my own family to get through some really difficult um, health issues that we were having. And I struggled and struggled until I sort of found my way and decided, while I help my family, I've helped other families, you know, this is the path for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing what moms will do when uh, faced with, you know, a health crisis for with their children, and in your case, your child. So uh, good, good for you. And it's great you've expanded now to helping others, which uh, we could all use, my goodness. Yeah, so, yeah, it feels, it feels really like, right, you know, this, this yeah. path, I was doing other things. When I graduated from college, and after I got married and had kids, and I just feel like this is this is it. Well, tell us a little bit about your journey. It's always interesting to listen to the path. Yeah, so what, what really started it was when my um, husband, he got sick first, um, he had acid reflux really, pretty badly. Yeah. And um, we were eating a terrible, terrible diet at the time. Um, and very stressed. And so what I did with is I reached out to a uh, nutritionist and I said, what do you think? You know, what should I do? And she said, you know, it's diet, it's diet. So we went to and, and got a gastroenterologist and endoscopy, all of that. And I, and I distinctly remember the, the, that doctor telling me after that, he'll always have acid reflux. He'll, he'll always need the little purple pill, and there's nothing that you can do. Wow. Um, and um, I was really like, I'm the kind of, did tell me I can't do it, and I definitely am going to figure out a way to do it. Yeah. So um, it was $100. And at the time, you know, my husband was going through law school, and it, we were just, I was just finished my bachelor's, and I was getting ready to go get more school. So we had a little baby. I mean, it was, it was really, we were like, okay, well, this is expensive. Let's figure out a way. So for us, it was more like financial, like let's figure out a way to make this work. And so he said, I'm up for it. So I threw away all the garbage that we had, all the processed frozen fast foods, anything that was red pastas, anything that had like really high acidity in it. And within six weeks, he had, he had resolved 90%. And within mm. eight weeks, it was completely done. He didn't need that pill anymore. He doesn't need any of those pills anymore. Mm. Uh, and so then the light bulb kind of went off. You know, I was told this, but I went in, I did my own research, I used my own intuition. And I decided with food and nutrition, we could make this work. And, um, and, and that was a really, you know, as compared to the cases that I see, and the people patients that I work with, that was a really simple simple fix. You know, we did a couple of things. Some of the people I work with have much more complicated cases. The longer you abuse your body, the longer it takes to kind of reverse conditions. Um, but, but so then I started with that sort of 
idea ruminating in my head, like, okay, well, you got the potential here to, um, you know, really make an impact on your family's life by just, you know, exploring and using intuition and doing your own research. And then when it came to my daughter with her, um, her health conditions, it was very similar story. You know, I went to a traditional uh, Western doctor and, and I love traditional doctors. There's nothing wrong with traditional doctors. Um, I, we need them. Um, so, but, uh, it was there that I realized, okay, well, I need to do my own research on this. And I, I ended up finding my own path. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm with you, you know, I'm a, obviously a big fan of modern medicine and doctors, where will we be without them? But right. You know, the other side of it is, boy, the state of healthcare has made us so reliant on pills and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, that the docs today, they just don't have the time and, or I believe the training to really diagnose and, and, and figure out the core issue rather than just a symptom. Right. And, uh, right. Yeah. It's all about the root cause. It's yeah. all about the root cause. Yeah. So, you know, I, I have asked, okay, so I have acid reflux. Okay. But what, what is, and so then, you know, what's the reason for that? Okay. Well, yeah. I, it's too much of stomach acid. Okay. Well, what is the reason for that? Okay. Well, too much stomach acid. Am I putting something in? Is there not enough? So you have to kind of go back yeah. and back and back until you get to the final root cause. Otherwise what you're doing is just putting a bandaid on everything and yep. saying, okay, yep. we're just going to put a bandaid on it. And <laughs> what band-aid, is the bandaid uh, do? That, that is a hundred dollar a month uh, subscription for medicine that Exactly. The next three months later, there's another subscription. And, you know, exactly. So yeah. there, there is a place, a really solid place for traditional, um, traditional medicine, but there's a really good place for um, holistic medicine too. And I think the two really can merge together to yeah. really help a lot of people who are, and now more than ever, I feel people are open to you know, changing their diets. It's, you know, back 10 years ago, 15 years ago, when I started getting rid of gluten, it was like, it was like this foreign, nobody heard of gluten. (laughs) And I started to kind of eliminate some dairy products in my life too. Nobody'd heard of like cashew milk or almond milk. So it's like, this is a great time because things are a lot easier than they used to be when, when I was starting out. So you'll, you'll understand this. So a little over eight years ago, uh, we went through the same process with our daughter diagnosed as a type one diabetic and uh, Barb went, you know, to all the research and a seven to eight year battle um, that we were losing. Our daughter was losing. And uh, and it's more than just gluten, as, as you know, but, you know, mm-hmm. the day we removed the gluten, her insulin needs as a type one diabetic was reduced instantly 80%. Right. 80%. She actually yeah. has gone 30 days or more without her uh, uh not her her overnight shot but her regular, you know, inject for meals. 30 days without right. that. Um right. because of the way yeah. she eats. So, you know, at the end of the day what I guess our big lesson was, you know, our bodies are able to heal if we allow, mm-hmm. it, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. Sometimes people come to me and and they're like, give me, you know, give me the equivalent of pill, give me an herb or give me a tincture or whatever. And, and I was like, well, it's not me. It's your body. All we have to do is put it in a place and give it the right ingredients and it will, it will heal itself. But given the right 
state, homeostasis will reoccur in these cells that where homeostasis was not found. Um, so it takes time. It's not, you know, we're in a fast pace, want it now, yeah. want it quick. Give me that um, But, yeah. you know, with some people I find, and this is true, I, with most of the younger patients, um, it's just, it's faster because it hasn't, the abuse hasn't taken so long, you know, on the body. So they just, they yeah. react so much quickly. Um, these kids or young adults, I, I, I'm like, oh, this is going to be great because we're yeah. going to do this fast. Older populations, you know, I tend to have a, co a conversation that says, well, it's been 40 years since we've been abusing our body in this way. So it's going to take a little bit of time to yeah. reverse all of that, but it is possible to really take control of your health and uh, re really use critical thinking to feel and your intuition as to like, is this right for me? Or should I kind of keep looking like you did, you know, with, with gluten, that's such an aha moment that you probably had that opened up the way for more things for you to, to think well, about, right? You know, the, the residual effect was, my goodness, you know, both Barb and myself, we, we had no, at the time, health issues that we thought we were struggling with. Um, and energy, the brain fog disappearing. I suffered from allergies for years. I mean, getting a shot every six months and just thought, yeah, like your husband was told, you're just going to have to live with it, come in for a shot every six months. Of course, you know, that was good for about two or three months. And then I'd have a head cold for the next three months until I could get the shot again. Right, right. I haven't had a cold. I haven't had a shot. I haven't taken Allegra since the right. day we cut out gluten. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It's, it's really powerful, just that one thing. And, and it's really like one of the things I ask all my patients to do the first kind of day. It's like, I'm not going to take away a lot of foods. But the only thing that I ask you 100 percent you have to commit to getting rid of is gluten because I can't fight against yeah. the glutenoid compound. I, I can pour all the supplements down you. Yeah. <laughs> you spend hundreds of dollars on supplements. It's not going to work. It won't work if you don't stop putting the bad in. It's yeah. just going to kind of it won't it, it will never get you to where you want to be um, health wise. So uh, and that's tough. Gluten is tough. Some people don't even believe that. <laughs> Gluten is out there. <laughs> and, and when you really look at it, man, there, gluten is like in every, I mean, even something like Twizzlers. I mean, it's like, mm -hmm. what? <laughs> because it's just it's cheap. in everything. Yeah. It's in, yeah. it's in everything. It's yeah. in everything. And, and it's, it's hard to avoid, but once your eyes are open and once you're looking, uh, you, you, see, you can see it, that it's, it's everywhere. It's pervasive, that, it, it, yeah. that it's, all over the place so yeah i mean making these simple changes can really affect your life long term you didn't even know that how it could affect you yeah and then yeah. wow and then you have all these Amazing. great residual effects i have a Weird. lot of patients with allergies lots of patients with allergies and it's amazing what just removing gluten does and then we add to it you know to really pump up the health but um it starts kind of with that first step. Yeah. It's really like you've got to get rid of the thing that's that's causing leaky gut, that's causing mm. you know issues with brain fog. Um, there's a great book, Dr. Perlmutter. He actually yeah. used to have an office here in Naples called yes. Brain Brain, yeah. and it's fascinating. And it talks about the correlation between um, increased rates of dementia and Alzheimer's and glutenoid compounds and what the gluten does to your brain. Um, so yeah, honestly, I could talk about gluten for two hours. <laughs> if you let me, if you let me go, I'll just like, we'll get into a whole science about, about, yeah. about glutenoid compounds and, and how they're destroying our brains and, and 
why there's why you could see a correlation between the increase of dementia and Alzheimer's and yeah. and, and our increase in um, gluten. So yeah. Um, so right. yeah, it's, it's yeah. a pretty good book. <laughs> well, and then of course wheat belly, right? Which is the uh, you know the, yeah. Yeah, again, we're, we're going to end up talking hours and hours about gluten, but you know, that's a, that's a, I would imagine uh, another, if, if listeners are thinking about, all right, where do I begin? How do I learn more? Would that be a good starting point yes, as well? Yeah. That would be a great yeah. starting point as well yeah. to just kind of open up your eyes as to what this is doing to our bodies. And there are, and it's not like, it's like I said, it's like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, it was really hard to be gluten-free because yeah. there was no awareness of it. And now there's just like big awareness of it. Now I find that sometimes I tell people, okay, you got to be gluten-free. Then they go to the gluten-free aisle. Right. And they just go to town and I'm like, don't do that either (laughs) because there's a lot of junk in there. We have to be, um, just like we have to use our intuition and use our common sense. We have to read labels. We just have to, we have to know what's going in our body. There is so much garbage on the back of that label. Um, that you really, you don't even need, even when it comes to natural products. So I say to people, if it says natural, it has the word natural in it, fire beware, fire beware. They're trying to cover up something else. So just be careful of things that say natural flavoring or natural, whatever it is. It's, it's like, it's, it's this like little marketing trick they've got. Oh, it's just natural on it. It's got a little leaf. Of course, that should be good for me. Yeah. No, there's probably a bunch of garbage in there too yeah. and, and preservatives. So in my practice, because of my history with my starting with my husband, I really focus on digestion and elimination and digestive mm-hmm. wellness first. Mm-hmm. And that's really from a functional medicine perspective. That's really the place you should always start because we can't heal any other part of the body until we start with. Yeah. what's going in, what's coming out, right? What's yeah. going in, what's coming out is step one. And then we sort of move into like creating a path for them. That's like, okay, well, we, you know, maybe the goal is weight loss. Maybe the goal is um, glucose. Maybe the goal is, um, you know, if there's uh, cholesterol, I see a lot of patients with high cholesterol or heart disease or things like that. Um, and they're trying to uh, mitigate all of that and make those labs look really beautiful. And the, you start, it starts and ends with what you put in and, and what mm-hmm. comes out. So, mm-hmm. so I start there and make sure that the digestive process is going the way that it should be going. We should be going to the bathroom once a day, at least. If you're not going to the bathroom once a day, newsflash, you are constipated. <laughs> and mm-hmm. constipation causes toxic buildup in the body, causes toxic buildup in the bowels, and all that toxemia is just floating around and causing you to have all sorts of other problems. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, it really starts with proper digestion and elimination. Mm-hmm. And then once you're digesting and eliminating properly, then you can work on the liver and the gallbladder and the pancreas and the kidneys. You can start working on all those other organs because they will naturally heal better once you're absorbing the proper amount of no nutrients and eliminating the way that you should be. Good stuff. Good stuff. I, yeah. Next question. You already brought up one or two, but you know, I just want to make sure we cover it all from when it comes to myths or misconceptions uh, in your world. What do you hear that we haven't talked about that you can speak to? So uh, even when I was going to school, um, you know, people say, oh, that's just kind of voodoo and witchcraft. and That's not science. And, and um, so that that's a really big myth that surrounds um, natural holistic healthcare. Now, I'm not saying there are not uh, people out there who may be trying to sell snake oil, because that's 
in anything. Um, but when it comes to holistic medicine, it really, there's a total science behind um, plant biology and how plants are able to help us, how they're able to help heal certain conditions. And this is something that we've been using for hundreds and hundreds of years. We've just forgotten about it, right? We just have let all those traditions go. And then we've used more of chemical uh, chemical products to make those changes. But it's similar. You take a pill and you're looking for a, a change in the way chemistry is happening in the body. And so plants do that too. Only our bodies are really meant to work with plants. Uh, we, we've evolved to be able to take in plants from the very, very beginning. And so it's easier for our bodies to digest, easier on our liver as well versus uh, chemical, which is hard for the liver to process and digest because we just are not really made so much for that. So it's harder for the liver to process all of that. Um, and so that's a big myth that there's not a science behind it because there is a, a huge biology uh, around plants and how each, is it the stem? Is it the, is it the root? Is it the stamen of the plant? What part of it is really the part that is going to be helpful and beneficial to the patient? So, um, that, I think that's a pretty big, big myth that I still hear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not sprinkling holy water or anything on anybody. This is like, we're just using science and, and, uh, the body to heal itself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it is, uh, really when it's all said and done, really basic. You know, the, the modern medicine is where all the complications come. But at the end of the day, what you're talking about is back to, well, let's just the body do what it's designed to do without getting in its way. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you yeah. cut yourself and what happens? Well, <clears throat> the body starts to go to work, right? Blood cells start to re re uh, aggregate. You get clusters there. Some pus comes there to heal. I mean, it does it itself. You can yeah. see it on and a, and a child when they, when they scrape themselves, it's like when you add other things into the mix that create, so the body can't do what it naturally should do that problems arise. And that's really putting in constant preservatives, constant fast frozen processed foods that just, uh, that the body is sort of like, okay, I, I have to take all my time and energy to process all of this that you've just put in me. And I don't have time to regenerate or rest or, or really heal, but what should be bio, you know, which should biologically be going on as a, as a natural cycle mm -hmm. in the body. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, that's, I guess I would say that's the myth <laughs> there. Yeah, that's good. So Dr. Michelle, what about outside of office hours? What are you doing for fun? Um, so I really love hiking. Colorado is kind of my favorite place to, oh, to go. Yeah. So Breckenridge, Telluride, I, we love to hike, uh, love to be out in nature. Um, we were recently there and waterfalls and, um, hot springs is just beautiful. Um, so love to do that. And then you probably during the week, I like to, um, watch the sunset. I like to go to the beach and watch the sunset at least once a week. We'll pack a lunch and head there. And it feels like my week got shorter because <laughs> it feels like the weekend almost on yeah. a weekday and a random when we'll do it on a random day, random mm. day of the week. And we'll go out and we'll just hang out and watch, have some food and watch the sunset. Those are some things I like to do just to connect, wow. connect with what? nature. Do you, do you uh, have a favorite beach or do you break it up in between uh, different I, beaches? I break it up. So my office is in Bonita. So I will go to the Bonita beach, but sometimes I'll also go to the Vanderbilt beach down in Naples. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. 
So either one of those yeah. is, is yeah. going to be good for, for me. Can't go wrong around here. My goodness. Uh, how about when it comes to you know, life challenge or hardship, what comes to mind, Dr. Michelle, a time that you were able to power through a rough period and uh, you now look back and say, hey, because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Oh, yeah. I think the worst parts, worst things that ever happened to me were the best things that ever happened to me. Um, I What I've learned and what I've really tried to learn is to really be present when things are going on. Um, I remember going through a really rough time and I picked up the book, The Power of Now. And it was like, oh my gosh, I'm free. (laughs) Everything's going to be fine. All I have to do is stay present and in this moment Mm -hmm. and very focused on exactly what's happening right now. And I don't have to worry about the past and the future doesn't exist either yet. And the past is already done. Um, So I was really grateful for that really difficult time in my life because it sort of led me to find presence and not be sort of constantly chasing, well, what's the next thing? Or how can I do this better? How can I be more? And, and, and the peace that comes with just being just totally present in the moment is, is wonderful. And it's a struggle when you're a new parent and you're a mom and you're like, how can I really stay present when they're yelling at me <laughs> and, they're, and they're fighting each other? Um, yeah. but it's possible. It really is possible to just breathe through and, and, uh, find that presence and be like, well, this moment is temporary. And this is the moment that I've got right now. It's all that really matters. So I'm re- really grateful for, yeah. you know, the, the hard times because they, they taught me so much more than the good times teach you. Although the good times are awesome. They're great. Yeah, I yeah. love them. Great <laughs> pictures, but I didn't grow from yeah. you grow more from kind of fire and pain will help you grow better and stronger so yeah um, Boy, that's a that's a really really good point yeah yeah you learn you learn more from the struggles than you do from yeah the good not not that there's anything wrong for good times that i'm all for it right yeah yeah right back, i mean yeah. if if everybody's health had been great and nobody had struggled through anything, you know, I wouldn't even be sitting here now. I don't know what I would be doing. Right. I just, yeah. it just sort of like life sort of led me down this path. And, um, I, you know, it, it, sometimes, um, I've heard the story of, um, there's these, um, shamans in, uh, in South America that, you know, they use herbs and they, they help heal their communities and, and they won't take people on sometimes they'll wait and say, no, this is something you're struggling with. You're going to have to learn from this. Mm-hmm. Come back to me in three or four weeks. Once you've learned your lesson, <laughs> now, I would never do that. But it's like, I, when I read that, I was like, that's so interesting. You know, sometimes we just need to kind of go through the thing that we're going through to get to the next great thing yeah. that's going to help us be better people, yeah. uh, better, better for our communities, better for our families. So um, I just found that really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing you wish our listeners knew about my natural wellness, what would that be? Uh, you know, I guess one thing, and I, and it may have already come across in this interview is that I'm super passionate about what I do. I really, I care. I honestly, I, I want my patients to get better. I want them to be, um, happy and healthy and, and feeling good. And, and, um, and it comes from a really genuine place. That's really kind of all I wanted to get across. And if that resonates with anybody and they'd want to reach out to me and make an appointment, I 
would love to, to meet with them. Yeah. Well, I know we have listeners who want to do just that. What's the best way for them to reach out and get in touch? So um, you can read, you can go to my webpage. It's mynaturalwellness.com. And um, you can also reach me. um, So you can go there and look through the website and get to see what all of my services are. Um, And then you can also reach me at 239-579-3846. That's my um, office line. You can reach me there. Or you can email me at um, drmichelle at My Natural Wellness, and I'd be happy to to chat with you there as well. So um, once once my patients are in the practice, the, the thing that's different, I think about me and and my practice is that um, we've got an online portal and this chat feature, and so you don't have to wait between appointments to oh I had a question, you know, should I have this or should I, should I do that? You know, just, you can message me in between appointments and, I, and I'll get back to you within 24 hours, which is when you're trying to make huge health changes or even small health changes, when you're trying to change diet and lifestyle, it's really good to have that sort of handholding there. Um, so those are some ways to reach out to me and how you can reach out to me once you're inside the practice as well. Terrific. Well, Dr. Michelle, this has been uh, awesome. Really. Uh, I know helpful information for our listeners and, uh, Really appreciate all you're doing to help raise the, uh, you know, the awareness and, you know, the feel good level of uh, Southwest Florida. So keep doing what you're doing. We wish you the best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com or call us at 239-224-4105.